Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Nerds and the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, arts, movie reviews, and events happening in and around Central Florida. As always, you have your host, Tony, and our boy, Nico Damas. Nico Damas. As long as you don't say dumbass. <laughs> I just said it. Right, 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 you caught it. Nico Damas. Nico Damas. Damas, Damas, Damas. Oh, yes, that's me. I'm here. How you been, Brad? I've been good. Keeping a lot of energy and walking a lot. How much do you walk a day? You said two hours, but... Do you... Two hours in each session. I know. And but... it's like two sessions a day. But At it... least as average total all day, maybe eight miles. Okay. Not bad. So, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it seems like very minimal considering because I've heard of people that run 10 miles, whatever. But, dude, I'm a fat boy. So, the, yeah. the walking like that for me is 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 a lot. It takes up a lot of energy. Well, also, yeah. like, it, imagine it, like, in my ankle, it feels like it's about to fall off half the time. For real? <laughs> yeah. No, it does. It, like, it really starts hurting. Like, I have to walk through the pain because I don't want to stop walking. True. And you do it in the morning and night, you said? Yeah. I try to do it as soon as I wake up for about, like, an hour and a half, maybe two hours. And then right before I have to be locked in, I think, I guess, curfew. I guess yeah. it's still going on. Is it still going on? I don't know. All I know is I my in my head I have to be home by eleven. That's about it. Oh, okay, when the lights go out, pretty much. Yeah. But what's great about this is that mm. what we haven't seen in a while are new trailers. So we did get introduced to some. See, but like the trailers you were showing me, those were all streaming, right? They're all streaming. Introducing a new network. That's a lot. That was Peacock. a huge majority. Yeah, Peacock Network. Which I did not know. Honestly, even some of the stuff that we had. I had talked to you about last week, not necessarily on the show, but, you know, in, in, um, on chat. I didn't even know where they were part of that network. So, but based on what you're showing me, is it like a streaming network completely based on original programming? They say it's um, original programming, but it, it launched and it launched in April. So it, it 15. So it just launched recently. No, I get that, but what I'm saying is like everything you showed me seems original, right? Oh yeah. So yeah. it doesn't seem like because I mean, think about it, every other streaming network, um, a huge portion of their networking thing is um, content you know, right? Yeah. Like there's at least three streaming networks I can watch uh, Parks and Recs right now. Yeah. Literally, I can watch Parks and Recs on Hulu, Amazon, and and uh, and um, Netflix. Yeah, and this because it's NBC though. It's NBC. Streaming service. Oh, you serious? Yes, Peacock. You know, the, the NBC Peacock. So, wait a minute. I thought NBC was taken over by HBO. No, but this is their own private, the own. So, is this where they're going to. Because, you know, I have a sister of mine that she is obsessed with friends. I love friends, but she's obsessed with them. Yeah. And she's been waiting to find out where she can watch friends now that they took it off of Netflix. So, I'm wondering is this where they're going to launch friends from as opposed to HBO itself? I guess i'm not sure in what direction they're gonna throw it at but i know that uh they have like law and order svu going there they have um so that would parks be the- and recs is going there because it's owned by nbc uh it's like saturday night live episodes are gonna be going there because i know they're on hulu saturday Hulu's night- about to lose a lot of its a lot of its business yeah, a lot of well, if they're key. I think they might be still going through Fox and CBS, but I know they have their own streaming. 
but they're streaming. I think it's free streaming at which they'll do the show before, but they don't like probably like CW has. You could watch the last three episodes of any current show that's going on mm-hmm. currently. Well, no, not on uh, CW. Oh no, on CW, yes, yes. Yeah, but so, they used to do it the same way on Hulu, but Hulu stopped doing that because I was a huge. I'm I'm a huge fan of Supernatural. Yeah, which I would used to watch on Hulu. Doesn't do that anymore. And uh, like the Arrow and stuff like that, they no longer have those shows on that that platform anymore. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of shows that got taken out. Yeah, E.T. is going there. But one of the things that because we because it came up was um, Saturday Night uh, Saved by the Bell is coming up. Yeah, that's what basically launched all this interest. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, pretty much because they just dropped the trailer this week. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about it myself. Like his. I'm wondering, like, I, you know, I always find it weird when I see interest in old shows come back. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, sometimes, like, if you bring back E.T., E.T. has a, such a cult following, you know, I could get it, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, Save the Bell, although people, like, our age know what that is, it doesn't seem like they had that big of a cult following, you know what I'm saying? Like, the only cult following I know of Save the Bell right now is that uh, YouTube uh, for College Humor? Is it College Humor or uh, yeah, College Funny Humor. or Die or whatever it is? No, Funny or Die. Funny or, or Die. The uh, Zach Morris is trash. Yeah, love it, man. I love their breakdowns of the episodes to kind of show like Zach Morris is <laughs> is a horrible trash. human being. Um, so that's the only thing bastard. I've been hearing relevancy when when it comes to that. So I find it interesting that that's like a thing, like still. Yeah, it's all nostalgic. And that's where they're going to attract a lot of uh, the older crowd. And then the younger audience has never heard of it. They were like, oh, it's new to them. But then the parents be like, you have to watch the original to understand some of the references that it might bring up. Which the, it seems. OK, so like I was watching it. And now, first off, it seems like a way bigger budget. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because yeah. like the entire the entire Save by the Bell that I can remember was all like studio sets for right? like four different scenes. Yeah, like the, from the same the, angle, the high, the high school hallway or that. Actually, that's the show started in in, uh, in middle school. Yeah. So that same hallway was used Kept. throughout the entire thing. Right. The gym, the uh, classroom, the classroom, the principal's office and Max's Max's. And then sometimes you see like um, the, the, the locker rooms. Yeah. The only so, time they went big budget on that one, I remember. One that, not even the college years, they really went big. It was when they did movies, I think. Yeah, when they did movies, when they went to Hawaii. Yeah, to get married and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But the college years, they had a little bit more of a budget, but it wasn't. Not really. Like They I lost some like of the it. cast, so I think that's where the money went to, to, to more. That's another thing I noticed about the trailer. I don't know if you noticed that. Because I was thinking to myself, who can they bring, who can they bring back? Yeah. So, uh, obviously, they brought back the two people. that There's three people out of that show that I felt like found success. Mm-hmm. Tiffany Amethyson, um, uh, the guy who plays Zach Morris. I don't remember his name right now. Um, but he did a lot of TV shows, stuff like that. Yeah, he, um, he's in another TV show right now? Yeah, didn't he do one called Mixish? Yeah, I think that's when he's in. Or is it still, I, thought I it think was it's still going. I yeah. think it's still going. So, yeah, he has, a, he, again, he has some success. No movies, but like very... Very prominent in TV shows that he is actually a lead character in, um, and obviously Mario Lopez. And it's yeah. funny because Mario oh, Lopez, Mark Paul Gosler, Mark Paul Gosler, yes, right. So Tiffany Amethyst Mark Paul Gosler and uh, Mario Lopez, yeah. all seem to find most mostly TV success. Not really a lot of like big budget movie type success, but still success. 
everybody else, you know, um, aside from the one who played Jesse Jesse Spano, Elizabeth Berkeley, Elizabeth Berkeley, she found a very little success when the when the show ended. But yeah, I, th- I feel like her career ended with Showgirls. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely after that. Movie. Which is weird because I mean I know the movie. Was like wasn't it like NC seventeen when it came out? I don't know. It was very like hardcore, whatever it was. But it was just weird because it's like it's iconic. Like it's something it's iconic like, for being bad. Is it bad or just raunchy? Because I mean, like it's both. It was, it was both. So? Yeah. I think it was like such bad acting. I don't know. It's just I just know it was iconic. Period. So it was iconic, and you would think that that would at least give her some kind of ability to kind of still be able to make something in movies. But no, like nothing you know, from that, and nothing from a uh, Dustin Diamond screech. Oh, there's a lot from Dustin Diamond. It's just not TV shows or movies. It's like just he was re- doing, he was doing stand up, and he no, yeah. it wasn't. He was doing like yeah. his, his own like he literally had staged um, leaked sex videos. Like it looked like he li- like he literally staged it. Like yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he staged it, and then oh my god, my video got leaked. Trying to see if that that gained him some kind of popularity, like like it did Pamela Anderson, but no, that didn't work. It for didn't him. work out. But then he ended up going to like VH1, like TV reality star battle shows, and everything. I remember that. I think he had like beef with with Flavor Flav or something. Wow. Like that. I I have a. a I may be completely wrong, but I yeah. thought he was like one of those shows that they competed for something. Oh, I know what you're talking about because they had a bunch of uh, you know old celebrities in there. Yeah, but it's just so weird how like he took such a weird turn with everything. Um, and then there's uh, who was the other one? Lisa, Lark, the girl Le- who played Lisa Turtle, Lark Voorhees. What's her name? Lark Vo- Voorhees. Lark Voorhees. Yeah. Wow, that's such an interesting name. You never knew that was her name. I didn't know that was her name. <laughs> I mean, you see her. The, the only thing you think about is Lisa Turtle. Yeah. So that's when I so first bizarre. remember her, I saw her name. I'm like, that's her, Lark Voorhees. You know what's so weird is um, that so Zach is the only one that so far is gonna be in the in the the show that we know for sure, right? Like obviously, you know, because I've seen. I don't think you actually saw him in the trailer, but you see uh, he's referencing a couple of different things saying yeah, that. I know Elizabeth Berkeley is in it. No, I, obviously you see her and you see uh, uh, Mario Lopez. Yeah. Um, and then I was reading articles and comments. And obviously, if you look at his uh, Instagram, he is going to be set. he is going to reprise his role as Zach Morris. Yeah. Um, but obviously, the, the question is, is, you know, Dustin Diamond and Lisa like, Turtle like Warhees are going to reprise the role because obviously they've taken dark turns in their roles, whatever. Right. But those two characters are the only ones from the original show, aside from Paul uh, um, Zach Morris. What about Dennis Haskins, Mister uh, Mister Belding? Is he even alive? Yeah, he's still alive. I think he would. I don't see. He's yeah. not really doing much, and he's still. He's kinda, only. He's he's seventy. Yeah, he's he gonna be seventy this year. So, but the thing is, like, um, I just would find it weird if those two didn't come back, because those two are the part of the original cast. Did you know weird fact about uh, Save the Bell? What? I think every episode has two has two characters. Like every single sh- every single episode has the same two characters in it on every single episode, which is Zach Morris and Screech. Yeah. That every other character makes a match, whatever. They come in and out, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, for yeah, they, even from the from the college years and everything. Yeah. College years and from the when they were middle in middle school. school. Oh no, Lisa Turtle too. No, I said Lisa. No, Lisa Turtle wasn't in every episode, but she was in every. She was she, part of the original cast. Remember, she didn't go to college. She didn't go to the college years. 
She did. Oh, no, she didn't. Nope. No. The only people that carried over was Screech, Zach, Ma, um, Mario Slater, Lopez. and... Uh, didn't uh, Kelly Kapowski too? Or the Kelly too, yeah, because yeah. that's when she was like, they were having, she was like dating that one of the stu- one of the teachers again. Again? Like <laughs> when, when I remember she, that. I remember it like, wasn't uh, a teacher though. It was like, it was just sub. like an older guy though. He was like a sub. No, wasn't he just an older guy? I thought he was just an older guy. No, he was a sub. I remember that was like the the heartbreaking episode where <laughs> Zach and and Kelly broke up. Like, yeah, I can't believe it happened um, again. I'll, I do have one question though. Yeah, is Tori coming back? Ooh, that's a good question. Because Tori was like a stand-in. Basically, I think she's gonna come in as like uh, as as a walking character, but not. In the show, but you know that's what happened, right? They uh, something happened in the contracting where they lost um, Kelly Kapowski or Tiffany Amethyst and and the other girl and Jessica uh, Spano, whatever her name was. Yeah, um, they lost two, those two characters for like most of the, like half of one season, the last yeah. season. So they filled her filled the role that they played with Tori. With Tori, and then at the end when they ended the series, they brought back. The other two characters and got rid of Tori. Yeah. <laughs> without explaining anything. She just came and was like, where did she go? Because so, yeah. Zach Morris is trash. That's why. <laughs> Zach Morris is trash. trash. Uh, I can't wait. I don't but, know why. I just can't wait. But yeah, so that's that's one of the trailers. That, okay. And, well, and we could go deep into that show because it's, it's, it's prominent to our childhood. Growing up, but the next one was Punky Brewster. I don't know if you remember. Which that was thinking when you told me that, I'm like, really? Like I barely, yo, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be, I'm about to be 40 years old. I barely, barely by the grit of my teeth, remember Punky Brewster. I, I just remember, remember the name. I, remember I could show. not recall one episode that she had. The The one that stands out the most for me mm-hmm. was, uh, I think she was playing hide and seek and she was hiding in the fridge outside, like one of those, it was like a throwaway fridge and it mm-hmm. got, she got locked herself in there. And they couldn't find her. So I thought she was in the dark. I feel like I've seen that in a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but no, I really, that's something I remember uh, um, Solimu Fry. I thought she was gorgeous growing up. But I, obviously, that's when she got older. Yeah. So as far as the actual show Punky Bruce, I really, really barely remember it. So that's why I find it weird. I'm like, nostalgic reasons, if there's people that my age or younger, they, they might not remember her at all. Yeah. So you're not really reaching nostalgia. So I, I just that's why I find it very weird. Well, yeah, but but from the from the trailer. Mm. So what this one does, like what what comes different from the Saved by the Bell and the Punky Brewster mm. is is it looks like it's focusing on their kids a little bit more with highlighting them mostly yeah. but it's not fo- i don't know if it's going to follow them mm-hmm. entirely but i think it's going to be like oh it's the new class like how they did tied by the bell the new class and they didn't have the only person that carried over for the new class was uh belding and screech well I, that's right i never even watched the new class i, I really I, didn't watch the new I, class. I watched the new class for a bit but for this one, I think they're doing the same thing. They're going to focus on the up and comers mm-hmm. and ha- highlighting the other kids in the uh, the uh, original cast. But this one, Punky Brewster, looks like it's it's focusing around her and her kids and how she still tries to pull off antics or like she's still very punky power, whatever. punky power, and like still using the catchphrases as an adult. Well, you can't really bring the cast because think about it. 
the only person that really I remember from that show was a dog that she had. And she had a best friend. I remember her. I do not remember what she looks like. I literally do not remember what she looks like. Um, and then the the guy who wasn't her father, but adopted, I guess. Something like that, yeah. But he was old in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm not saying that they're bringing <laughs> back their old cast. I'm, just, I'm talking about in the sense that yeah. the, the, the Say by the Bell one looks oh, yeah. like they're more mature like yeah. they've grown up and they've they're acting like their ages like her yeah it looks like she's grown up has kids but still has the wide eye like punky power like yeah, yeah, yeah she's still young at mind i guess young at heart really mm-hmm. so i don't know but yeah i think they're just going off the success of like how girl meets world was yeah. and uh uh cobra kai which was a great, it's still a great show. I'm still, I gotta, still I'm, gotta watch I'm, it. I'm waiting for season three for that. I still gotta watch it. Uh, no, so. but I loved the idea of Cobra Kai because that was based on the movie, and I loved how the they kind of took the whole. You told me they took the, the whole idea and kind of put it on his head, where it's like, yeah, you know, you think he was a good guy, but was he the good guy? You know, like yeah. it really makes you question that part. Because in that in that show, we'll get into this now. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because uh, with that show, um, it it follows it takes the notion of what you saw from karate kid the first one because mm. i don't think they have gotten into they, they touch base on the second one too to the point that you're you already see everything from uh daniel's perspective now you're seeing everything from the villains i forgot his name right now the villains perspective, johnny johnny's perspective and then their kids and how they perceive or and how the yeah. story narrates itself so it's like two different stories because of the kids and then them as adults and how they're managing their lives and yeah. the effects of everything that happened after that. So, so wait, here's a funny one. So, I mean, I don't know if you knew what the story of Say by the Bell really is, but I got to read it. And basically, Zach comes back, but he's the governor of the state, right? Uh-huh. And he decides to close down a bunch of schools and then take the, the kids from those schools that got closed down and put them in, in higher end schools. So they have a better education. Yeah. So he closed low end schools, and and, and I guess um, um, their original school, uh, uh, I forgot, I'm like Bayside, name. Bayside was like a very kind of preppy high end school. Mm-hmm. So that's they're getting all the students from the low end schools to this high end school. That's what. Oh, the, okay. That's what the storyline is. In my head, it would have been funny if they mixed two shows to do that. Like, um, what was the other show that's kind of like Say by the Bell that came out at the same time? Uh, California. It was a California Dreams. California Dreams. Can you imagine the California Dreams mixed in with <laughs> this one? So, oh man, I don't know something like that. Like that would have been funny if you mixed those two kind of schools. Which is like, funny. They're both they're both based out of like California. They are. What but one sh- had a band. One, one was had a band. A, one was a band. But then I like that. That was funny with those uh, Stave by the Bell ones is that they had they. I guess that when that show was going on, they was like, oh, let's try that method of having our own band in the show, the episode. <laughs> <laughs> but they never use the, the actress voice. They always had somebody else's voice that yeah, they left sang over. So I was like completely horrible. I was like, oh God. The, that's the thing. Like we loved it, but if you watch those shows now, you're like, wow, really? this is they, bad. They, the continuity is so yeah, bad. This is horrible. Like you think about it, you compare it to some show like I don't know, what was the show that's really popular now? It's like that age group, which is uh um the one based off of uh Archie Comics. Riverside? Riverdale. Riverside. Riverdale. Yeah. Like a show like you compared to Riverdale or the one that... Yeah, but uh, I heard that show took a completely 180 turn, like turned it dark, dark. I, yeah, I heard it. It looks dark, dark. Yeah, so... But even then, it, like you take it... Even if you go to a lighter show, there's still a lot more prom... Like, 
the characters are more developed and the storylines are a lot more intricate. Like, unless you go to something like Disney. Yeah. Or Nickelodeon. That's true. Oh. <laughs> but, yeah. But what just, show would you want? Mm. There, there's some shows in Nickelodeon shows I would want to see come back. Wait, Nickelodeon shows or just shows in general? Nickel- there's a couple. Well, and, uh, there's a few shows, but there's a few specific to Nickelodeon. Yeah. That I would want to come back. Just for the nostalgic reason, I think it mm. would. It, it would. I don't know if it would fare enough today, but I think it would be funny, like Pete and Pete. Okay. That would be a good one, just to see them as the, just the two older brothers and what they're at now and yeah. their hijinks. Uh, this is really this is going super old. Salute my shorts. I'm. I remember the name. Can't remember the show. It's uh when the summer camp. Okay. And uh, what was it? Hey, dude, about the the kids the at the, the, the dude ranch. The dude ranch. Yeah. Okay, but that what, was a really bad show. Okay, but what shows that are at the level of Say by the Bell that which you would want back? Ooh, City like, Guys. What was it again? City Guys. I don't remember that one. That's the one. It's almost the same antics as Saved by the Bell, but they were based in New York. Okay, City Guys was called City Guys. Okay, what about it? Had, uh, it had the guy. I think it had the guy that that played Rufio from Hook. I forgot his name. Really? Yeah. They had a few good actors in there. I'm trying to remember shows that from that same era because in my head, the shows that keep on coming up are not from that era. Like something like, um, um, what was it? The the Waynes Brothers? Yeah, that's the name of the show. No, there's, <laughs> yeah, I love that show. And I'm like, but that's not the same era of uh, a TV show. Yeah, so. there's um, City Guys. There was Hoops, which was based out of Illinois that a girl wanted to be compete in the boys division of Hoops, like okay. basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was there was just those four prominent ones that I can remember. That what are, about uh, like the only shows I can recall that I think were on the same time was like um, I want to say step uh, by Family step. Matters, Family yes. Matters, Step by Step. Wow, very family oriented shows, all of them. It's like yeah. they're all the same kind of premise. Um, dinosaurs. Oh yeah. Uh, what was the other? There was another. I one. just remember Friday Night li- uh, Lineup. That was that was the thing. Friday Night Lineup. Oh yeah, the TGIF. TGIF. Yeah. Friday nights. Yep. Wow, there were so many shows. I'm trying. It's trying hard to, to recall, j- trying to recall. Like now, I'm like thinking hard about the other ones, but yeah. I could see Family Matters coming back. If Family Matters. Family Matters. Okay. I could see that one doing a, a reboot to that. What is another reboot? Another what is but light, lighthearted? Remo? I feel like Five Matters will not come back lighthearted. No, they 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 tackle some tough issues. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and they, they would still step would by tackle. step mm-hmm. would be another one. Uh, another lighthearted. That's the guy from he 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 had. I remember one of the guys. He the kickboxer. Did the, the kickboxer. <laughs> that's the only one I remember. Yeah. He was uh, he took over the sh- uh, the kickboxing series from uh, Van Dam. Yeah, which is so weird that he came from that show. Uh, let, me, let me just. I like scroll which ones are there. Yeah, um, while, while you talk. Um, I'm, I don't know. Because uh, everything, I'm like, I, I can't think of that specific time. My mind goes either before that time or after that time. So, like, I'm trying to think. I'm thinking of, like, oh, okay. You're facts ready? of life or something like that, but that's before that time. Yeah, there was. Uh, there's a couple of good ones, though. Really? Home Improvement is around that time. Okay. The Hughleys. Hughley's. Don't remember that too well. That's with uh, D.L. Hughley? Mm, still don't remember uh, it too well. No. Perfect Strangers? I know uh, they that's did not, That's not from that time, though. Perfect that's Strangers? That's from the 80s. No. Family, Mat- to... Family Matters was from 89 to 98. Oh, no, no, no. I thought you meant like, I think you meant like Saved by the Bell. Yeah, we'll, save by the, we'll save by the Bell. No, because 
I remember watching Perfect Strangers in New York on uh, New York's channel was 11. New York's promos prominent like TV show channel was like, uh, I forgot it was a WBX or something like that. It was like channel 11. And that, I used to watch it in the middle of the night when I was a kid. Um, and I, I love that show. I, like, th- that was a funny show. Saved by the Bell. Although now the it's from it started at eighty nine. The tone would be really bad right now. That's like if it was from eighty nine to ninety three, and then Perfect Stranger started ended in started ninety three. Started ninety three, really? I think so. I think it was. I don't remember but, it being that old. Oh wait, eighty six to ninety three. It ended in ninety three. Okay, that makes more sense because so I was like, it was still in New York. I yeah. was I moved here when I was fourteen. Uh, you know what's one show? Which and, one? and I know we haven't mentioned it, and um, mm-hmm. it was with um. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Remember, it's a show. Uh, that the siblings grew okay. up together. There was okay. like just like five siblings, or the five of us, or uh, the, just the ten of us. Just a ten, is it just? It's the all ten? sisters. No, not that one. It's not that one. I it's, think it was all sisters, but one brother, something like that. Just ten of us. Where the coach from uh, uh, Growing Pains moved on his own, and he had like he moved with a house. It was just the ten of us, and he had like a bunch of daughters. No, it's not that one. Okay, never mind. <laughs> hey, oh, what about Hanging with Mr. Cooper? I was thinking of that one, too, but I don't know. I, sister, I, sister. It was funny at the time, but now I don't think it would be would work as much. Sister, sister, maybe, because the the the, the, the one of the sisters, at least I know, still has a, uh, you know, she has her own show somewhere else. Party of Five. That's what it was. Party of Five. So party that, was, of, that was all dramatic, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a dramatic. So it's a dramatic series, and they're redoing this one. Really? They're remaking it. So this one, the Party of Five, the original series, is that uh, it's, it's a family with a, a seven. So the parents passed away in a car crash. Mm-hmm. And then it just shows the following of the five siblings growing up together because yeah. they don't be separated. So the same thing's happening to this one, but is a Mexican or Latino-based family. family that the parents got uh, deported. Oh, wow. So the five brothers and sister have to manage... Living in the U.S., while their parents are deported to to back to their country. Wow! So they're doing that. That seems wow. That seems wow. (laughs) I I I, when I I forgot where I read it, and I was like, they're they're doing the Party of Five remake, but here's a twist that they're doing. They're doing a Latin family instead of the parents passing away. They're getting deported. Well, what about um? I was thinking about. Do you think all this like all this discussion we have? But do you think all this was started because of um, Full House? Was yes. Full oh. House? Because I'm trying to think if there was one before that, but I feel like Full House really, really kind of started the trend. No, well, Melrose they and, did a, they did and one, uh, 90210, I felt like they've always tried to come back. They did come back. They came back with, and they did successfully for at least two seasons. Yeah. But the thing is, there were, there were only network shows. So I guess. I feel like this was. They don't have. Well, because, okay, the reason I, I'm comparing it to uh, Full House is because Melrose Place and, and uh, 90210, stuff like that, even Charmed, well, no, maybe Charmed, I think, came back too, and also uh, Roswell. Yeah. But I feel like those were all, like, kind of more big-budget shows. Like, Full House was a, a live action, like, um, in, li- in front of a live studio audience type show. So for it to come back, it was different. I feel like it felt different. And then the other one with, um, and this one also started as a, li- as a, in front of a live studio audience type show. 
So that's why yeah. that's why I feel like it's different. I feel like maybe Full House was the one that started that trend for this particular type of series of shows. I know. So there's a lot more there's shows that I'm trying to think there's another if there's any more that got uh looking into it. I know there's some cartoons, like I heard Daria's might be coming back. So that's that's with that. And uh we'll take a quick break and come back with Nico Damas's movie review. All right, let's do this. Alright everyone, welcome back to Nico Damas's Corner Movie Review. Yeah. Hi my people, hi my moviegoers, or in this case, my movie viewers. <laughs> yes, sir. Because uh, like right now, ain't nobody going to the theater. Um, before I get into this, let me ask you a question, because this has been a thought process I've been having, and I think I asked you this the other day. If yes. they lifted the ban, whatever, and everything, whatever, would you go to the movie theaters right now? Uh, no. Honestly, I don't. If... What is going on right now, especially the VOG, the VOD thing takes off? I don't know if I'd go back to the movie theater ever again. Ever again? I don't know. I well, really am enjoying. I, I, I won't say that. Like I'm to the point where I'm about to go buy a 78, 75 inch TV, get a popcorn maker, and literally you had just, a popcorn maker. Yeah, it didn't work because you didn't properly fix it. Because I'm not a mechanic of that. that you could have found. You could have found some. All right, so guys, side story. <laughs> Last year, me and my wife went out garage sale shopping, and we found this, not vin- it was vintage-looking stand-up popcorn maker. Yeah. Popcorn machine. That a has small a- version of what you would find in a movie theater. Yes. And we were like, wow, this is up Nick's alley. Mm-hmm. Let's buy it for him. It was reasonably priced. And I had to take it apart to put it in my car to drive it over there. I was with you when you got that. You know that, right? Were you? Yes, I was. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, you were. Yes. So we, 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 Nick and I broke it down to put it in my car, take it home, and then to find out, what was it, like three weeks later, you sold it. Three weeks? It was not three weeks. It was like th- like maybe a like year later. No, it wasn't a year it later. It was a year, homie. Maybe three weeks you figured out that it stopped working because it did. I don't know. I, I remember it was it wasn't in your house for long, so it hurt. It, hurt it was bit. in my house for enough and I st- time. I, st- I, st- I still I still remember it. I just remember that the wires barely worked. And in all honesty, let's just be honest. You paid the equivalency of like maybe one box of popcorn from like a like a big superstore. That's what you paid for this machine that is supposed to pop my popcorn from now on. Yeah, that's so right. That's I right. did. I didn't say it was a bad find. I just said that one particularly did not work. <laughs> But I would go. I would go. eventually. I would go back. I donated it to a school, by the way. Oh, you did? I thought you yeah, said it. No, I donated it to a school. The one of my friends needed it for her daughter's um, team of some sort, like dance team, whatever. So I donated it to her, and she said that one of the fathers is a is a handyman and he could fix it. So I was like, okay, go ahead and pick it up. So oh, okay. It was. I did not throw it out. All right. Good. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I really am enjoying movies, especially with my nieces. And um, I just at this point, I would prefer just making it more comfortable to be at home and watching a good movie because I'm enjoying it. But going to that, let's talk about the movie that we did get to watch this week. Yes. So this movie was interesting because I for some reason thought it came out a while ago. Um, The movie's called Honey Boy. So if you're not aware or familiar with it, it's it's on Amazon and it's based from based on Shia LaBeouf's life. Yeah. Which is interesting because Shia LaBeouf actually gets to play a role in the movie, not himself 
um, but that of his father, which yeah. in my head is just an amazing role to play for somebody because to be able to play the character true to heart without letting your own biases, you know, cloud it too much. That seems like a that seems like a very big challenge. That's why you don't see actors play themselves in movies because, you know, they're gonna want to play themselves one way or another, as opposed to playing themselves the way they actually are. Yeah, and then it, it sometimes they they would oversell it, just because you have to convey the message or the story or the yeah. the scene. You over you overexpose you overdo something. You to, overdo something to 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 get that message initiate a response. Yeah, yeah, but I think he did an excellent job. It's like it was, it was really raw and real. It wasn't like, um, you know how like sometimes you could tell when somebody's acting, Mm -hmm. like oh he's acting the part, but then sometimes they sell you that that like you don't see the actor, you see that person as that person itself on screen or on the TV. I found it interesting because obviously he had there was his father had issues, right? And obviously, you could he could have just he could have easily painted a picture a very negative picture from get go. That the whole movie could have been painting this negative. He was a hundred percent villain. Yeah, it's easy. I mean, obviously, you know, with all the things that he does to him, yeah, and stuff like that. But they didn't do that, which I found interesting. It was like a very mixed bag of a character in the sense of they seemed like they had a great rapport, but then you realize that wasn't the rapport needed between a father and son. Yeah, exactly. Like. It was it, you like hit the nail on the head. Um, it was exactly like that. It, it just didn't seem like he was the villain, but at the same time, you knew you knew that was it. Would like if I would have sat there, that would have been an uncomfortable situation for me to sit in and watch if it was happening right in front of me. So it was like you do love him, but then that, you could tell that he cared for him enough. But then at the same time, you know that. Uh, whatever he brought from his how he was brought through his childhood and anything that he had experienced, that he th- threw it at his son, at uh, Chalabos, the portrayal of the, as a young character. And it seemed like the the only value his father seemed like portray- like showed him is the only value he he has as a person is what he can do or what he can bring to the table in a sense like. No, because as a father, you, a father, you know, however, you're supposed to show that your child has value in itself, who he is, period. But in this in this movie, obviously, I made it seem like his father, as much as I had the rapport, just only really showed that he only has value if he's performing, if he's, you know, doing A, B, or C as yeah. he trained him to do. So, so it's it's you can see the 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 trauma. The trauma might not be as apparent as you see other movies but it's there and it's raw like you said and especially because because he's in it and he's a he's associated with it and with all the stories that you hear about him and the things that he goes through now i'm surprised this movie isn't isn't bigger i'm really surprised this isn't a more prominent movie because it's based on a character everybody does find interesting regardless of how if you think he's silly weird or whatever he does you still find it interesting to see how he was like it did win some awards i remember that did it yeah i think it won um hollywood breakthrough screenwriters award so he wrote the screenplay for this he 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 was one of the writers shia labeouf Hmm. but he got nominated for a critics choice movie 
uh, for the for the best young uh, performer, Independent Spirit Award, uh, best supporting male. They had uh, Independent Spirit Awards for best director, cinematography. So they had a few nominations in in in, in the respective field mm-hmm. of independent movies. So it did good. It, it probably didn't go on a global scale, mm-hmm. like. Parasite. Well, we actually watched Parasite, but yeah, that's why. Like I had, like it was a nominee for like Academy it Awards. Could be a, it could be a solid hit in a sense, like and its own in its own right, it can be. It that's is. What I'm like I mean, it's weird how movies work because they don't always get the respect they deserve in the time they 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 need it. You know what I'm saying? Like a uh, perfect example was uh, Days and Confused, right? Cult classic. People love that movie. It's a it's it, it's something you remember, right? But when it first came out, nobody watched it. Like, it was not something that was popular. It didn't become popular until it hit um, DVD sales or, I guess, VHS VHS sales at the time. Yeah. Um, That's where it began its cult following. So, hopefully, maybe this is a silent hit where you don't hear about it so much now. But when people start picking up on it and kind of commenting on it and discussing it, it, you know, it'll build up. Yeah. So, but... One of the things that got away from me that got to me were well, mm. I'll let you know. Shia LaBeouf is one of my, I don't want to say probably like top ten actors. Okay, because a lot of the movies that he's done that I like, he, uh, movies that I like, he's in them, and it's probably because of his portrayal. But I've watched, I've been following him since he was like even Stevens, <laughs> since way back in the day. So yeah, so there was a lot of movies that that he's made that I'm looking at his list. So I was like, oh, I remember that. Like the greatest game ever played. That's a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Like the golfer, but he's always he's uh what I like about him. He's not one dimensional, and he always puts out. Depending on the movie, he gives. I you could tell that he actually gets into the role and plays it, and he did that here. But I know that the the director was uh, Alma Harrell. Mm-hmm. And they worked together in another movie, which I want to now want to go watch called True Love. It came out like four years ago. Okay, so I'm gonna look at that to see what that's about. So it's so sad because there's so many good actors that I like that I anticipate. I literally sit there and wait for them to come out with something else. Who's that? And, Who's one of those actors for you? Okay, so the actors that I look for that I look for things like that. Um, there's obviously Charlotte Buff is one of them where it's like. I look for things that he does because I know how passionate he is about what he does. So yeah. I feel like any role that he can portray, especially a good one, would would give that kind of passion. Um, another one was, I can't remember his name, but there's a movie called uh, Into the Wild. Oh, yeah. Was that an actor's name? The one that was in um, Deadpool? Girl Next Door. Oh, uh, Elias. Is it Elias? I don't remember, but he was in the last um, let me Tarantino movie too. Let me get a look it up for you. While he you didn't have a big role in the movie, but he was in the last Tarantino movie, which I was excited when I saw him in the in the credits because I'm like, man, I, I've been dying to see him in something, and I saw the movie. And obviously, if you watch the movie, and I don't want to kill it for you, he doesn't have a big role, so he doesn't really say too much in the movie. So it's kind of like oh, Emil Hirsch. Yeah, so I've always looked for things that he comes out with, and I I was kind of disappointed like. That he doesn't come out with much, and even the last movie he did, he didn't really say much in it. Yeah, um, that's another actor that that I think does really good. You know, another one too is uh, the guy from Scrubs, the the main guy from Scrubs. 
He's uh, Zach Braff. Yeah, he did my favorite. He was the I believe he's a screenwriter and director of my favorite movie. One of my favorite movies, which is Garden State. Garden State. Yep. And there's another movie which I want to watch that it kind of felt like a continuation of Garden State, kind of has the same tone, mm-hmm. which I want to watch. But I like movies like that. I like the movies and messages that he comes out sends out. So, but I haven't seen him in anything at all, really. Um, and the last but not least, um, I'm kind of happy he did something. But the guy who plays uh, um, uh, Walking Dead uh, plays Daryl. Um, Norman Reedus. Yeah. Before that, he didn't seem much, right? You saw him in like Boondock Saints. That's what I remember from Boondock. Yeah, and I loved him in that. I mean, I was ex- I loved him in that movie, but I had loved him. He just, you know, what it was. It wasn't that he was such, as good of an actor, but it was just that. He had this kind presence. of presence to him, like this cool essence to him that I always was excited to see him in something, period. Yeah. And yeah, he did Boondocks. He did um, did a couple of like little, in, like not in small movies, but like they were kind of like uh, very limited release Hollywood type movies, whatever. Um, I think what else was another prominent movie he did. But yeah, Walking Dead was where he most got his footing. His footing. Yeah. So, yeah, actors like that. Those kind of actors are, I find interesting. Um, so, how many Nickies do you give it? Going back, way back to the movie. <laughs> no, no, of course. Obviously, we're going... Um, honestly, I give it four. I think for what it is, for who it's about, for what, like, the impact it actually probably has, he did a great job, and I think that it's amazing. I mean, it's... it's, it's I won't lie, it's a little slow-paced. So that's something like you're you gotta sit there and just be chill and watch. Which which I don't mind a slow burn. It wasn't like very slow burn. Like it wasn't as it wasn't as slow burn as the last one with uh, Brad Pitt. Yeah, that was a very slow burn. Which I liked that one. That one you felt like you're. It was a well deserved slow burn. Yeah, this one feels like a slow burn. It was it was like a little bit faster than that, but it kept the pace and kept the mom, the the, the storyline moving mm-hmm. far enough forward I enough. Just, that was enjoyable. What I just hope is uh, because of the subject matter, um, they don't people don't go into this expecting and hoping for something kind of like a straight up drug trippy movie. Yeah, which is usually faster paced. No, that's not what you're going to get yeah. into because it's going to be a build up. And I think if you enjoy it as as much, you'll be happy. Yeah, an emotional build up. Yeah, perfect way to say it. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, for myself, I give it a four. I agree with all your points. I, I it does have one of my favorite actors in it. Um, I do want to see what else he would write mm-hmm. because he wrote this and it was really. I felt like this is very personal, so I don't know yeah. if he would write something like this. He, he would write something like this, but then you don't know what he could. He could if he delves into his mind and tries to pull some other type of story, maybe not mm-hmm. so close to home, but something relatively enough to to re- be relatable to, to people. Um, I would like to see that. That'd be interesting. I like to watch. anything. I like. Tarantino does this too, and I love this, where you have children in your movies that have a a regular conversation with adults. I don't know why I respect that. I don't know because I mean, I think children. I mean, they might not be they might be naive to some things in this world, but they're they they have an intellect. They have a, a maybe a naive intellect, but they still have an intellect. So I like movies that kind of show that kind of respect and have dialogue between you know somebody who's younger and adult. About something, you know, that matters. Yeah, true. So, eh, I mean, it's something like, I mean, it would be interesting, you're right. It would be interesting to what, what he comes up with. Um, But I don't know. Like, what would you want to see him, like, talk about? I don't know. 
That's that's the best part. I think it'll give him full reign to write whatever he wants, and then I would watch it. Interesting. Because you you don't know I don't know what kind of perspective he'll he'll take something, uh, like when like how would feel to drown with you if you're not underwater. How's that feeling and portraying to a movie? Have you found this this pattern? And I, I find this pattern interesting. Have you noticed it? A lot of prominent actors now, especially a lot of prominent directors, uh-huh. are people that started off as comedians or people that started off as, you know, somebody who has elicited laughter. Yeah. Cause Cause com- I'm not necessarily comedian in the sense that they tell jokes, but somebody who um, elicited laughter in their performances can think about it. You have Jordan Peele and he's coming out with these epic um, social, like kind of Com- social, social commentary, commentary, social commentary style horror movies. You have the guy who played uh, Jim Halpert from the office Coming out with this, I mean, just interesting horror movie in general. So you know, such depth, such build up, such quiet, like into it. The Quiet Place, love The Quiet Place. So you know, it just seems interesting. It's almost like if you're going to be a good actor or a good director, yeah, you need to start off with comedy. And I find that so well, interesting. it's because they say comedians are hurting the most, so they, it's almost. I'm not. It's not me quoting it, but from people saying it, I've heard. I've heard several different that versions of they, it. That they master comedy through they master pain through comedy as much as they can, just to feel something else that's not pain. Yeah, I read somewhere that basically comedians, um, comedians are the ones that understand pain the most because they use comedy as a way to deflect from it. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, so that you. And there's some people that lean into it like that, that are not that comedic and lean into that pain. And let's see what happens with it. Or, well, even even if you don't go into that whole pain thing, because I think about it. No, but yeah, not only pain, but, but like no, humor, I mean, it's like think of one of the one of the actors that you can say has most respect and the best the best um, filmography ever is uh, um, uh, Tom Tom Hanks. Right? Yeah. Bosom Buddies was one of his was his t- first TV show. That was a straight up com, it's like silly comedy, and one of the first movies he came out with was um, Bachelor Bachelor Party. Oh yeah, he did. I remember that's what that I'm movie. saying. So he started off as a hard comedian, like a very yeah. funny guy, and then he started doing roles that were just more dramatic and more interesting, and and he developed this entire huge career yeah. from that from those type of, those type of beginnings. So that's what I'm saying. I just find that that kind of pattern interesting. No, that's true. But, but um, yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. I can't wait to see what we can find now. Yeah. It's it feels different because we I kind of felt like before we were just kind of waiting for what the world tells us to watch, like yeah. what's coming out this week. Now we have you know like, now we have to do on a search program here, which find our makes own. it more interesting that way. Yeah, like always, we love it. Yep, yep. All right, guys. Like we always say, thank you so much for listening. You can find us on our social media platforms on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Nerds in This City. You can always email us if you have any questions, comments, concerns, letting us know what we did good. You could even leave us a review also on Apple, but you can also email us. Let me just go back to that. I'm sorry. At nerdsinthecitypodcast at gmail.com. And like always, guys, tell a nerd, send a nerd, bring a nerd. All right, guys, have a great week. Yeah.